This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Cruise Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the on air. air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin Control. because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. We're glad you're with us for the ride. Hey, let's uh, look at some of our great stories we're working on, Les, including troubles ahead for Ford and Toyota. Plus, we'll take a look at FCA's plan to get back in production. Yes, indeed. And Nissan's next Z has a name, which won't be Z. Uh, and Mazda has big plans for its six sedan. Yeah, it almost sounds very BMW to me when you look at the plans. Yeah. And uh, vehicle accidents are at a 50-year low, and insurance companies might be sending you a check because of it. Yeah, I mean, the good news is um, they're very, very, very much far fewer accidents, very, very far fewer deaths on the road but naturally that's offset by the toll that the virus is taking anyway uh, many people are working from home but what if you could drive a truck while sitting in your living room now don't don't do it Fred uh, but anyway it's our talking tech segment this hour yes plus Ford's got power improvements for its Ranger and Mustang and they won't violate your warranty Yes, and uh, this is something I would do. Uh, a fellow created a simulator from a full-size Mini. That's an oxymoron, isn't it? A full-size Mini? That's <laughs> You know, that's that's you're right. <laughs> Good you're writing right. there, huh? <laughs> Excellent. It's, it's just a Mini. And all that and a more. A maxi Mini. <laughs> when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio, when we tell you what he did you'll realize that he probably does not have a significant other living with him in the <laughs> house. he's doesn't doesn't have many friends apparently it's, no but he's got a great he's got and, a great simulator and it clearly he doesn't have a measuring tape <laughs> no 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 all that and a whole lot more on cruise control radio don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com and you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. It's all there, cruisecontrolradio.com. Whoops. All right, let's uh, redo the open just for the yeah. podcast, yeah. okay? Uh, you want me to come in or what? Yeah, sure. Okay. Just countdown? No, just go for it. Okay. Hello and welcome oh, to Cruise But you just hit the mic. Just do it without hitting the mic. Oh, okay. That wasn't that wasn't the mic. That was my tooth. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Hello and welcome to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. It's us again, Les Jackson at the wheel of the van currently. Fred Staub is over in the passenger seat screaming <laughs> for me to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can't. There's no brake fluid. Well, I realize that, uh, but I wish you had told me that earlier. Hmm. Well, 
Maybe there'll be some other companies screaming on this next story. Less troubles ahead for Ford and Toyota. Big money losses. Plus, we'll take a look at FCA's plan to get back into production. Yes, indeed. And Nissan's next Z has a name, an actual name. And Mazda has big plans for its sixth sedan. Yeah, it sounds like they're taking on BMW with it. We'll talk about that. And good news here, vehicle accidents are at a 50-year low, and insurance companies might be sending you a check because of it. Yeah, not many cars on the road, so we would expect that. Anyway, uh, many people are working from home, but what if you could drive a truck while sitting in your living room? What? Hmm. Well, how do you fit the truck? Well, anyway, uh, this is our talking tech segment this hour. Yeah, and Ford's got some factory power improvements for his Ranger and Mustang. More power and no warranty violations. That is right. And creating a simulator from a full-size Mini. (laughs) When you hear what this guy did, you're going to realize he probably lives alone. (laughs) I, I think you're right. Yeah, all that and a whole lot more when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com, where you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We'll see you in a moment. Listen to the live feed of Cruise Control Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com to find out how to do it. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub, Les Jackson, on the air. Even though it is a weird time in this country, there are a lot of automotive stories going on. A lot of uh, vehicles won't be revealed right away, but uh, we can tell you about them. Keep you up to date in the automotive world. That's what we're doing, right? That's right. That's the good news. Yeah, but not a... Bad news is money is bleeding away. Yeah, it is uh, burning it faster than a big block Chevy with a mm-hmm. with a 850 double pumper on it. If they even make an 850 double pumper, do they? Uh, well, I think they did, but yeah. I haven't seen one in 40 years. Yeah, well, Ford is announcing a potential $2 billion loss for the first quarter. Huge, huge loss. Uh, and it had predicted earlier this week a first quarter loss of $600 million. Uh, one of the big problems this week is a Borg Warner uh, plant was damaged. Uh, I think they make rear end assemblies, um, and it was damaged by a tornado in South Carolina. So that could cut into uh, their trucks, uh, the sales of their trucks. They won't be able to get parts for this, and that is going to cut into their profit because trucks are where profit is made, right? Well, that's right, and they've drawn down over $15 billion to ride out the damage uh, to its overall business from the pandemic, as I'm sure everyone else has. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just uh, everything is stacking up at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and over at Toyota, they are anticipating a lot of trouble as well. They are uh, slashing production in anticipation of a huge drop in demand. Uh, they've cut... Uh, finished vehicle production in Japan by some 40%. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> which is <laughs> it's pretty huge, isn't it? It is huge. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of feel sort of good that it's not worse. Mm, which is, if if anything you can uh, think about, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is uh, certainly cut back. One vehicle that won't be cut back is the Toyota GR Supra, because that is built by Magnus Steyr at uh, in Austria alongside the BMW Z4 Roadster. Of course, Magnus Steyr is a company that is a contract car builder. If you have a car to build, bring them the designs, and they will build it, right? It's pretty cool. Wouldn't that be fun to work there? I, it would, because you never know what you're going to build. Uh, and they've built a lot of BMWs, I know, in the past, different models. Uh, I want to say that the X3 was first built by Mag- Magna Steyr in Austria, but I might be wrong about yeah. that. Yeah, well, there's something sounds familiar about that. Now they're built in uh, South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Well, not right now. Yeah, not right now, <laughs> but, but... but Nothing uh, is being built anywhere, but except, except uh, ventilators and masks and face shields and... Yeah, I mean, we should great. talk about that. Uh, Ford's uh, production kicks off next week of their ventilator. They're working with, I believe, GE Healthcare on that. Right. And GM's ventilators are coming off the line. They've already, I think, put out like about 50-some-odd of them uh, between a couple of different shipments. Right. They're going Toyota, to... Toyota's converted one of their plants to making uh, face shields and masks. And this is an interesting thing. Um, Ferrari is coming up with uh, this sort of uh, tubing converter that will allow converting snorkel masks into respirators. They're using 3D printing, and it's actually a beautiful piece that they're printing. It looks like an air intake or something with the prancing uh, stallion it on is. it. It is. It's really cool you know? looking. I don't want to use it. I don't want to use it, but it would be cool to have under the hood or something, wouldn't it, uh, of a car? <laughs> it, it would. Uh, I mean, this is very impressive that these companies are rallying to the cause. Uh, the car companies all this week, I know you've gotten the same emails uh, they're relaxing their payments yep. for their uh, for their purchasers. They're extending the warranties. They're just doing everything to keep people from having to, you know, open up their wallets. Yeah. And uh, when will they open up again? Well, FCA has uh, kind of put this out uh, as a potential place to get the economy restarted again. They're talking about uh, resuming North American production in its U.S. and Canadian facilities on May 4th and May 18th, um, and uh, basically getting the plants up and running again. Uh, they would like to get Jeep Grand Wagoneer going and the next generation Grand Cherokee, but those models are going to be delayed. But uh, we'll see if they can get the production back up and running and uh, and start building cars again. So we'll talk about that and yeah. more when we come back on Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on Facebook and more. We'll be right back. For the latest updates on Cruise Control, follow us on Twitter at Cruise Control Rad. That's C-R-U-I-S-E-C-T-R-L. R-A-D. 
Cruise Control Rad. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Well, over at Nissan, Fred, you are well aware, as I am, that the Z, the 370Z, has been the same one. It's been made since 2009. Now, I mean, you know, with little improvements, but the fact is it's, you know, it's, well, long in the tooth doesn't even quite say it. Mm -hmm. But the good news is a new one's coming out, and it'll be revealed sometime in the next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it may be called the 400Z, which would sort of imply how much power it's going to have or close to it. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking it's the same engine from the Infiniti Q60, right? Yeah, uh, which is a great it. engine. Yeah. Did I wonder, did they ever think that, to me, would be an ideal car to make into a mid-engine car? Well, it would be, but boy, you know, they've, because you look at the things like the GTR and uh, all the Zs back there, they're pretty formidable in their own right. Hmm. It certainly has been around for a long, long time, though, that that car. I mean, I haven't driven one in a while because there's really been not a huge amount new about it, right? That's right. I, I drove one in around 09 or 10. Mm-hmm. There's not much difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it will be interesting to see how they update this. Do you think they go retro? Do they just, you know, they're going to make a big change here? What do you think? I think it's going to be a modern-looking version of the 370. Okay. I don't think they'll go super retro. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, will it have a manual, do you think, or no? I I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're pretty big on technology. Yeah, so maybe not. Maybe not. Well, this next story, Les, is near and dear to your heart because you own one of these cars. And what Mazda's talking about, could it, it, would, it would be like, you know, crossing the ocean in either a uh, wooden sailing ship versus a... Which, which is much <laughs> a like <mine>. modern yacht. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're talking about the Mazda 6. The, the vehicle has which really... Which I refer to fondly as the Mayflower. <laughs> You know, lately the Mazda 6 has become a wonderful car that's kind of ignored by a lot of people. I don't think they sell many of them. That's right. It's a beautiful car, though. Um, Very high end looking interior. You get a a lot of different uh, power plants. Um, You know, just just a really nice quality looking sedan. Uh, but it's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle, unfortunately. Now, according to a report from Car and Driver, the next Mazda 6 may move significantly upscale, and it will adapt a longitudinal engine platform with rear-wheel drive and an inline-6 engine, making this one of the long list of BMW 3 Series cars, yeah. right? <laughs> and they're... they're, they're uh photo drawing here is it's a beautiful just really beautiful looking car and mm-hmm. it looks really expensive it does look expensive there's a talk that it may use uh, the skyactiv x 
compression ignition technology engine along with a 48-volt hybrid system for an output of about 350 horsepower. Um, you know, going upscale with sedans. I mean, maybe that is the way to keep people buying them, right? I think so, because the 6 all along has been kind of viewed as the same sort of thing as a Toyota Camry or a Honda Accord. Both of which so have gets, gone upscale. Up, that's more right. Upscale. And it's, you know, it's lost. It's just lost in all the noise. Yeah, it is lost in the noise. And you very, at least around the Northeast here, I very rarely see them. But I often think that these things are really, really nice sedans. Uh, and the current one is certainly worth checking out because uh, it is a very nice, uh, luxurious sedan um, with a great interior, uh, nice build quality, but you just don't see them. You know, they just get overwhelmed no. by, by the SUVs. But uh, it's hard to find some good uh, things about the coronavirus, but this is one of them. And uh, it is that. Auto accidents have uh, dropped by nearly half, according to insurance claims data. And it's the lowest level in 50 years. Uh, This is including, uh, this is from a study from a group called Snapsheet, an automated insurance claims processor. And it could be the lowest the industry has seen in 50 years. They work with 85 different insurance carriers uh, and look at these numbers. Uh, I have you gotten? I've got an email that says my uh, insurance will be reduced. I think it was yeah, 15, I got one too. Fifteen percent, something like that. Um, and because these accidents are so low, now I will say this: I've been on the road uh, for important things, not just out driving, but for important things, and I've seen people driving like nuts. Um, on the road, uh, since there is no traffic and few police officers, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. I mean, I'm talking going over a hundred miles an hour type of thing. Yeah. Just stupid stuff. Yeah. Uh, fatal accidents have dropped by a hundred percent. Wow. Which is terrific. Yeah. Very good. Um, but you know, what'll happen is when everything starts coming back to normal, I think, you know, a little worried that people may get a little rusty uh-huh. with their skills and, um, we may see a big jump, but we'll see. I hope not. I really hope, I hope not. Yeah. I, I really hope that is not the case here, uh, with that. Hey, uh, news from Kia. Could potentially an all-electric Kia Forte be coming? Uh, we're not sure about this. This is according to a publication called Auto Home. They're looking, and this may be for for China or for Europe, but who knows? We could see it coming to the U.S. Um, a Forte GT uh, all-electric model with about 200 miles uh, of range. Uh, and that would be pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if we will see this in the U.S., but certainly it will probably be a fun and inexpensive way to go electric, wouldn't it? It should be, yeah. Uh, and by the way, gas prices are going to go up 10%. 
due to uh, be, because they've adjusted production. So I don't think you're going to be seeing sub dollar or uh, sub dollar fifty gas for too long. So no, <laughs> we'll we'll start to talk about gas prices again. Um, and if there is a big demand for gas price, gas, gasoline, once um, restrictions are lifted, we could see it once again uh, go up, couldn't we? It uh, it's going to go up eventually. Yeah, you know it it uh, it doesn't stay low. <clears throat> so, uh, but uh, but that's something uh, something we will be watching here on Cruise Control Radio. Another interesting story this week, Les. Uh, it looks like Bentley is going to build some 1929 blower model cars. Uh, they have taken a blower model that was about to be restored, taken it completely apart. It has the four and a half liter team blower engine, <laughs> and they are going to create a 12 car continuation series of the 1929 Bentley. Uh, and they have basically mapped all the parts when they took it apart. Uh, of course, you remember this engine, four and a half liter, four cylinder engine. Apparently, the folks at Bentley did not want to modify the castings of the engine in any way. So, what did they do? They stuck a roots type blower onto the crankshaft, and the blower sits out between the headlights. Which is interesting. I always That's right. Remember. Oh no, I've I remember. This is the car that uh, John Steed drove um, in the Avengers series. Excellent, and it was the first car, believe it or not, in the book that James Bond drove. It was yeah. not an Aston; it was a Bentley. So, hey, we'll tell you more about that and a whole lot more when we return on Cruise Control Radio. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred at the wheel. Hey, Fred, what do you think about getting something really old? <laughs> we have something old. It's called the Cruise Control Van. <laughs> Well, I don't think it even qualifies as old. I think the word ancient yeah, probably. goes there. But but uh, the folks at Bentley uh, are doing one of these things where they're going to remanufacture a, one of their huge classic cars, the famous blower Bentleys. Yep. We were talking about that before the break. Believe yep. it or not, they're going to build 12 of these, and they've all been pre-sold. Why not build more? <laughs> I don't know. They put together a CAD model of this one car, Car Zero, they call it. It's it's comprised of 630 components across 70 assemblies. That takes more than two gigabytes of data. Um, the four uh, original team blowers were built for racing in the 1920s. Uh, and after it was finished being scanned, the original car will be put back together and lovingly restored. It's a 90-year-old car, and it's still used in events like uh, the Mille Migla and the Goodwood Festival of Speed. Uh, now, are they going to recast these engines? It was a 4.5-liter, four-cylinder 
16-valve engine with aluminum crankcase and Amherst Villers Mark IV Roots-type supercharger producing 240 horsepower. I mean, I, I would venture a guess the extra blocks for these things don't exist, so they will be recasting these blocks, right? Yeah, sure. Um, and which is why one of the reasons these are going to be incredibly expensive. I would hope uh, that they're going to design like more efficient gaskets when they put these together because the original ones back in those days, everything, they all leaked. So they just glob on a lot of Permatex maybe. <laughs> yeah, for, for for like a couple million bucks a piece, they give you an extra tube of, of Permatex. It's running down the side of the block. Like, yeah, give I you a, little... a caulk gun. <laughs> Comes with, right, it's mounted under the hood. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, um, no, I'm sure they will be will be wonderful and beautiful. But uh, hey, uh, let's let's talk a little tech. And you know, you think about this, everybody for the most part is working at home, right? Correct. Uh, so you think about that, and you think about the military flies planes. Uh, remotely, they'll fly them. They'll be in the uh, Middle East, and they'll be flying them from some place in Florida, right? That's right. Why could you possibly not drive a truck remotely or a car remotely? Think of this. Imagine this: if you're uh, instead of putting someone in a tractor trailer and driving it across country, you have multiple drivers at home or in some area where they come in and they drive for four or five hours, and then they pull the truck over, and somebody else switches over into it, or perhaps it happens smoothly with software where they go from one driver to the other. And that's what this uh, Voyos uh, system is about. Uh, they say they could have drivers in uh, what they call this projection dome where they're sitting in this dome-shaped um, display, sort of a super simulator, and hooked up with uh, 5G to a truck and driving it basically as if they were sitting in the cab in virtual reality. What do you think of this idea? Well, theoretically, uh, there's no reason it wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. um, what what scares me is that, you know, you know how it is when you're sitting in front of your video or your uh, monitor, um, you can easily sort of fade out. Mm -hmm. And because you're driving uh, a truck on your monitor and not feeling the movements, uh, I, I just think you'd, you could probably glaze over and make more mistakes. Interesting concept, though, isn't it? I mean, they it is, yeah. They used another example of for mining operations, uh, controlling you know equipment from above ground, uh, or working things like uh, excavators and in dangerous areas where you're you know, um, uh, want to be remote and that the operator wouldn't be uh hurt. They had a, a shot of a, a a guy sitting there with two uh, joysticks and working this uh, remotely. So um, 
you know, it is uh, a pretty interesting uh, concept to think about this, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't, uh, I really don't see this not happening. Um, but it's it's going to have to be really worked out awfully carefully. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I think that I think we'll be seeing more of this, though. I think we'll be seeing more of this type of technology uh, in the future. And, uh, you know, I where will it all go? I mean, this might be a quicker way around autonomous driving, right? It could very well be. Actually, that's got a lot of possibility in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to see. You're listening to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We should also talk tech a little bit um, about how fuel cell technology uh, is being used to improve N95 respirator masks. Of course, this is the mask that... Uh, we see doctors wearing and a lot of people wearing they've been in short supply apparently if you wear it all the time it can reduce oxygen to the lungs by five to twenty percent which if you're wearing it around the clock this can be a big problem uh so this innovation uh, put together uh by some folks uh researchers working on fuel cells uh can help people wear face masks for extended periods of time uh, without uh, creating any health problems. This was uh, work done by um, the folks at the Stanford Lab, headed by Friedrich Prince, which investigates a wide range of nanofabrication technologies. Uh, they've used this type of technology to build prototype fuel cells and capacitors. Um and uh, they're basically using something that has oxygen-containing anions or negatively charged atoms or atoms and a negatively charged atom or atoms through a membrane to isolate oxygen on one side where it can be collected and directed to the mask. So it's sort of like what they call membrane gas separation. Interesting concept. It, it is cool, and I have uh, worn uh, those N95 masks, you know, like for hours at a time, uh, sanding drywall and things. Oh, yeah. And it, it is, it, you feel it's hard to breathe. Yeah, you do. You, you, you certainly are not getting all the oxygen through because it's filtering it. Uh, but, uh, you know, there you have it. So another little bit of a talking tech for you. Uh, here's good news. If you own a Ford Ranger or if you own a Ford Mustang, now everyone likes more power, right? Uh, and what if you could get more power from both of those vehicles, but uh, with a factory modification, a factory tune that didn't violate your warranty? And that's what the folks at Ford Performance have come up with. The Ranger kit, uh, is pretty impressive. It's estimated to take the power to around 320 horsepower in the Ranger engine. That is pretty stout, isn't it? That's that's him. That's a good amount. Yeah, 320 up from the Ranger's standard rating of 270. So it, it's hmm. doing this with a tune and and with a a freer flowing air cleaner, right? 
and it also updates the shift timing and characteristics of the 10-speed automatic, right? Uh, over at the uh, Mustang, folks, you can get a tune that will take you from 460 up to 480, and the torque jumps from 420 to 438 pound-feet. Pretty cool, don't you think? You'd feel that. And these are 50-state legal. 50 state legal and warranted with certified installers. So that is amazing. Not and they're a, not a, not expensive either. No, Ranger kit costs 825, Mustang kit costs 1275. I think that is pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff from the folks over at Ford Performance. Hey, we appreciate you listening to Cruise Control Radio. Stay tuned, plenty more to go, including what could be the ultimate at home race car simulator <laughs> or or rela- relationship reducer here on cruise control radio your on-air automotive magazine cruise control radio goes live every saturday starting at 10 a.m eastern to listen click the link on our homepage. go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com cruise control and welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. You are our audience that always comes along with us. We are glad for that. Glad you're listening to Cruise Control Radio, however you listen. Uh, Subaru now has a uh, name for its mystery electric SUV. It's a mystery, Les Jackson. <laughs> I uh, I know the name, and I I have to say I'm not all that fond of it. Let's let's get right to it. It's called Evoltus. Yeah. I just I don't care for that. Mm. The um, design of it looks pretty cool. Uh, it's supposed to have a 310 mile range with an electric motor generating around 280 horsepower. Uh, of course, it will be all-wheel drive. Uh, you know, the design looks pretty cool. It's even got the black around the wheels. Some are saying, could it be the new Crosstrek? Uh, I don't like the name either, um, but it does have some cool technology, including next-generation EyeSight technology, which is uh, how Subaru does it with two cameras. As far right. as for sensing. Works, works very well. Works very well. Uh, but this new Evoltus will have upgraded eyesight technology that will include lane change, braking, steering assists, as well as a 360-degree sensing camera. Expected to make its world debut in October 2021, probably at the to- Toyota Motor Show, if we still have car shows at any point in the future. Yeah, I, I guess we'll have the international ones, but but I don't know. I don't know. And and this was a design, by the way, that was uh, jointly developed by Toyota. So. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's cool looking. Mm. Well, how about this, Les? You know, um, simulators, uh, iRacing and all that has really caught on during the COVID virus can do it at home. I think it's great. I think it's fun. I always wanted to build one of these simulators. Uh, 
And, you know, you can you can go pretty far. You can go very far with these and get something that has motion. As you go around a turn, it, it turns. And uh, you can kind of like a half step is to get like a seat and, and a good steering wheel and a shift, you know. And that's not bad, maybe three monitors. But Brent Cheney's uh, took it a little bit further. Uh, Brent, who we're, we're thinking once you hear what he did, you'll probably think he probably lives by himself. <laughs> um, I think there's a strong probability of that. Yeah. So he went out and he wanted to build the ultimate simulator for his iRacing setup. He's a Utah artist and part-time racer. And he decided to buy a full car, a Mini Cooper that had been wrecked. He sold off the engine uh, and decided to use the shell of the Mini Cooper as the basis for his simulator. Only problem, he wanted to get it down in his basement, so he cut it into seven easy-to-carry pieces, Les Jackson. <laughs> well, I guess it's one's definition of easy to carry. <laughs> um, and he reassembled it using, uh, I think he said, how many how many brackets, 400 brackets? He welded it all back together. Two, yeah, 200 metal brackets. Uh, and I, we're looking at a picture which I hope is before yes. he finished reassembling it. It's literally cut in half and the roof is yeah. gone, the front clip is off. Uh and uh, would, those pieces would still be too big to carry down <laughs> the stairs, wouldn't they? Um, yeah, I. I um, but but when we're, what we're looking at uh, in the picture, it, it looks like a garage floor, and to the left, it looks like a door. Yeah, I think that was where he worked on it and then brought it all down. Yeah. He uh, hmm. replaced the um, steering, uh, the engine, where the engine lived, used to live is now a custom-built gaming PC. Uh, the car's original controls have been replaced with gaming controls and gauges. And to add extra realism, there are base shakers under the seats and a direct drive steering column for maximum feedback. Okay. So he also replaced the windshield with a wraparound monitor to give him kind of a, a wraparound uh kind of projection when he is racing uh i think uh i think this is quite a project uh, i don't know if i would have gone with with all of this what do you think i mean this is this is not unheard of before there are people that buy the front of a 727 and put it in their garage uh as an aircraft simulator that is that is true those people typically also live alone <laughs> <laughs> um wouldn't it? He spent eight thousand dollars on this. Yeah, uh, and that's probably not including the mini. Well, the mini he paid a thousand for, and he was able to sell off the engine and transmission and other pieces that were good to uh, offset that cost. So the car for, was kind of yeah. like a wash for him, you know. For eight thousand dollars, I would have gotten the engine running, put good tires and brakes on it a roll bar and a fuel cell and i i would pay a hundred bucks to go out to a racetracks and drive it <laughs> well there's one Inst way one way instead to of making a simulator <laughs> yeah to pretend that i'm driving it yeah yeah i know it's uh 
I, I, I don't, I don't know about this idea. Like I say, though, not too many people would be too happy with you to put a car in your basement, right? Well, no. And um, he says it's all welded together and can even be lifted, uh, you know, by by some kind of uh, lift arranger. Uh, I don't know whether he has this thing. Uh, oh, a floor jack. He can move it around by a floor jack. <laughs> well, it just, which means that when he's done with this thing oh, or sells the house. Somebody will have to come in with a sawzall and chop it all up. Yeah. Because, uh, and believe me, if I bought his house, I would be like, you're going to have to get this out of here. Yeah, <laughs> this this has got to go. Also, you know, would it have killed him? We're looking at the drywall, which, of course, was just taped and compounded <laughs> many years ago. It really bothers me when I see that because, you know, a gallon of paint <laughs> will, will make it look reasonably decent. But I, instead, it. you and I are bothered by that. Whenever I see a garage that was never painted, I mean, like you said, get some white paint and a yeah. a roller and a stick. 20 bucks. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be somewhat uniform, right? Yeah, that's it. I just just little things like that bother me. Not well, big things like a mini in my basement bother me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh but uh, yeah, I I've always been uh, bothered by that with people that don't pay, paint their garages. I don't know. Maybe people just fall into two separate categories. Those that are not bothered by it and those that are really bothered by it. That's right. I mean, uh, even worse is not having sheetrock in it. <laughs> so, well, true. You know, so, um, but it it's just an annoyance. I don't know. Maybe some people aren't bothered by it. It just looks so unfinished. And it, it's almost analogous to driving around in a car where, you know, there's three different color fenders and there's primer on the door and, like, you know, blobs yeah, of that, a filler yeah, that right. haven't been... Uh, properly uh properly worked on yeah or a bumper hanging off yeah. uh, for for years tape on the on the turn signal lens you know it's like look you can go and buy one of these online or go to a junkyard and they'll sell you one for five bucks and it's two screws and look at how much better that looks yeah it's just um well again i think uh, this guy uh, no problem bringing friends over to it. <laughs> because I don't think that'll happen. Yeah. Well, there you have it. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Cruise Control Radio. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We'll see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control Radio is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com for more information.